You're listening to the Wealth Insights Podcast with the OCBC Wealth Panel, a show where we discuss wealth management and investment topics with an OCBC Wealth expert to keep you up to date on what makes markets and your money move. Hi, I'm Elliot Danker, and today we'll be discussing the outlook for the US dollar this year. Tommy Sier, head of Greater China Research, OCBC Bank, will be helping me out. Tommy, let's talk about the US dollar. Obviously, at the end of last year, we saw it weaken. And there were a lot of thoughts from analysts, economists, thinking that maybe it will continue to weaken this year under the Biden presidency. Can I get your take on this, especially looking at the second quarter right now? The dollar is usually driven by three themes. Number one is the gross differential. Number two is the yield differential. Number three is like a risk on weak dollar dynamic. So by the correlation between those drivers and the dollar movement, it's usually not constant. So it may change depends on the macro development. So looking back, the US dollar has weakened since March 2020, so after the initial pandemic shock, so as the superior US growth prospect has been totally wiped out during the global lockdown, right? So I think Mm. the dollar weakened further in the second half of uh, 2020, despite the rebound of the global equity markets. This is really because, you know, risk on weak dollar kind of the dynamic came into the play, thanks to the vaccine progress and also the ultra easing policies. However, I think that US dollar rebounded in the first quarter of uh, 2021 due to the repricing of the US rates. So the yield differential actually came back to play. So in addition, I think the growth differential story may also resurface. So as the US is expected to join China to lift the global growth. So the IMF just actually revised the US growth up by 1.3% to mm-hmm. 6.4% this year. So I think we expect this market optimism to continue for a while, in particular in the second quarter of the year, for two reasons, including the better growth prospects and also the favorable yield differential. I mean, first, we expect the US to achieve its uh, vaccine-induced herd immunity by this summer, so which will further underpin the dollar prospect in the near term. Second, uh, the recent correction of the US Treasury yields in the first half of the April, despite the booming growth data, right? I mean, may not be sustainable. So I think our house view remains high for the back- back-end US Treasury use, which will also be supportive for the dollar in the near term. Beyond summer, right? right? Second half of the year. What is your view then with regard to the US dollar? I think looking ahead, our cyclical and also structural negative view on the dollar actually it didn't change much. I mean, if we look at the cyclical, right? I mean, optimism over the European growth is likely to gain ground along the way. So there is a growing evidence that the European Union's vaccination program may be back on track after the initial delay. So we expect the growth normalization theme will come back in the second half of the year. So the synchronized recovery hope globally may actually eventually weigh on the prospect of the US dollar. So structurally, I think the twin deficit in the US the decline of the US dollar share in the global FX reserves, the Fed's commitment to keep real interest rate low for several years, and also the potential higher taxes on the corporate profits are negatives for the medium-term outlook of, of the US dollar. Bearing in mind all of that, if we were to take a broader look at the US dollar, it's always easy to compare currencies that could do well against the US dollar. What are your thoughts on this? And obviously, we need to ask, where does the yuan factor in against the US dollar? Sure. I mean, for 2021, I think although we still remain quite constructive on the renminbi outlook, but we also note that the positive drivers including like a relatively fast recovery in China, the elevated yield differential in China have faded Mm. since the Chinese New Year. So after the Chinese policymakers shift their focus to managing the financial risks. So in addition, I think the renminbi's appreciation has also been pushed back. 
against the uh, backdrop of still high US-China tension. So for this year, actually, one of our favorite is really the commodity currencies, which may do well actually against the US dollar. So with the Europe's reopening, it's expected to be on, uh, back on track soon, and the more investment plans roll out in the US. A broader global recovery will be the catalyst for the higher commodity prices, which is, you know, will further support like oil prices and then copper prices. So we like Canadian dollar most, and we expect the Canadian dollar to outperform in 2021 on the back of higher oil prices and earlier removal of the easing energy policy. Oh, pay attention to the Canadian dollar. That should be quite interesting. Tommy Xie, head of Greater China Research, OCBC Bank. This has been the Wealth Insights Podcast with the OCBC Wealth Panel, brought to you by OCBC Premier Banking.